Good morning. It is so, so good to be in your midst today. Welcome, and thank you for having me back. So this is the first Sunday of Lent, and usually this is a time where I am thinking of what are the things that I could give up, that I could let go of in order to simplify, in order to make things a little quieter so that I can focus in on drawing near to God. But like Chris said at the beginning of our worship this morning, it sort of feels like we have been in Lent for just about a year. I will say like there's, there's different levels and sort of on one level it feels like we're making our way through the different seasons of the year, the different church rhythms of the year. But there's this undercurrent that we've experienced, or at least I have experienced in this last year, that has felt very Lenten. There's a, a heaviness, a seriousness, sort of a, a weight. And we are fasting already from so many things. From gathering together, from singing together, from being in that kind of three-dimensional sort of way together. So because this Lent is unlike anything we've ever experienced, we at St. John's have been talking about practicing gentleness this Lent. If it feels right to you, still encourage you to take on something to fast from or step into something to feast on. But maybe do so with a lens toward lightness, gentleness, an extra heaping dose of grace. This morning, as I was driving here to St. John's, I was reminded of the very first Sunday I came to visit a few years ago. We had moved to the Bay Area, myself, my husband, and our two kids. And uh, my husband is also an Episcopal priest, so he was at his church, and I was looking around for a church where I could be of service. And we'd gone to a couple of different churches, my kids and I, and um, at a clergy retreat, I met Ginger. And Ginger said, oh, you should, you should come and check out St. John's. We'd love to have you. And I totally remember it was a, a St. Francis Sunday. So I remember driving up, and it was a beautiful time of year, but also driving up and seeing everybody gathered together on the lawn. And we entered into the space and were greeted with such love and hospitality. There was a, a warmth and a comfort. And I had this sense within me that I had come home, that I had found a new church home, a new chosen family, if you will. And I had all that in mind today as I was driving, and I thought, I'm going to be gathered with everybody today, but in this different kind of way. We're still gathered, whether we're worshiping live together like this, or maybe somebody's engaging with the service after it actually happens, we are still gathered because in church, we sort of live on different levels, in different places and spaces all the time. Our gospel this morning, it's from Mark. And I, for one, think it is no coincidence that we happen to have Mark's gospel to engage with this year. So normally on the first Sunday of Lent, we enter into thinking about Jesus and his time in the wilderness, his time of temptation, his time of testing. And that's in there. But we also hear a little bit more in Mark's reading this morning. 
And I find it interesting the way that temptation, the way that wilderness space is framed. The reading we heard begins with Jesus' baptism. It begins with him going out just to the edge, just to the edge of the space on the wilderness, and meeting his cousin John just like so many others were, and stepping into the waters to be baptized into a new way of being, to be cleansed, to be washed clean, to make a very physical, embodied action of turning toward God. And Mark, who's very spare with the words he chooses, lets us know that at the moment of baptism, the heavens were torn open. So any sort of boundary that was separating God's realm and our realm is torn open so that we can feel that connection, that intimacy. And Jesus sees a dove, the Holy Spirit like a dove, descending down. God, God the Father, God the Mother, the Holy Spirit moving in between, and Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, all together as one. And then there's a voice that Jesus hears. You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. Wonder what it's like to hear God's voice. Claim you as his, hers, as God's own. Wonder what it's like for those words to wash over Jesus. With you, I am well pleased. Fueled up, nourished by that sense, by that understanding of who he was. That's when Jesus is driven out into that wilderness space, into that liminal space. And it is also interesting that in this text, Jesus doesn't willingly say, yes, I'm going to step out and walk into that difficulty. He is driven into it. It happens to him, just like the struggles happen to us. No matter what we do, we sort of, we can't avoid them. It's a part of our human experience. But what we do know is that Jesus engaged with them too. And so we don't enter into the wilderness alone. In the wilderness, Jesus is both surrounded by wild animals, which brings with it an element of fear and uncertainty, also surrounded by angelic messengers. Jesus was not alone. And then the next bit we hear, right after Jesus emerges from the wilderness, is sort of his summarizing statement, his big theme for the Gospel of Mark. He says, God's kingdom has drawn near. Repent and believe in the good news. This word repentance, metanoia, it's, it's oftentimes we think about it in this sort of heaviness of something we need to turn from that's not good, we need to let go of. But really, there is a, a simple lightness to it. It's about turning, turning in a new direction. And this word is connected to a Hebrew word, which is shuv, which carries with it this weight of returning home. 
It was a word that the prophets used to the people after they had been cast out of the temple, after they had to leave that holy space and go into new lands. The prophets were inviting the people to return, to return home, to return to who they were as God's beloved people. Return, return, and believe. Another way of thinking about the idea of belief is that it's a call to trust, to trust in God. So I wonder today, where are you being invited to turn to God, to trust in God? Part of my Lenten practice, usually I give something up and try to take something on, and for me this year, realized that I wanted to enter into something a little bit different, something gentle, if you will. And I've been thinking a lot about what we hear about in the gospel story this morning. So for me, part of my Lenten practice is going to be to spend time every day listening to that voice that Jesus heard at his baptism listening to the voices that we all hear at our baptism. I don't quite remember that day. I was a baby. But every time we celebrate a baptism, we are reminded of our own baptized life. So I'm going to spend some time each day remembering so that I may know deep within my bones that I am God's child, beloved, and that God is pleased with me, that God delights in me. Jesus was named beloved by the creator, by the source of all being, by Jesus' Abba, Father, by Jesus' Holy Mother. I am pleased with you. You delight in me. What would it be like for all of us to hear that voice, to know that voice deep within our bodies? And what would it be like for us to be that voice for those we are with? Because God's way is here. As Jesus announced, the kingdom of God is come near, where nothing can separate us from God's love, where we are home, where we hear you're my child, my beloved. With you, I am well pleased. 